There was like chocolate, vanilla, different flavors. 13 by 9 rectangle cakes that was uh, red and black. The anti-fascist birthday cake. Laura Kellier is a single mom in her late 40s. She's not the kind of person you think of when you think of protesters. But last year, all across America, people were compelled to take to the streets for racial justice and to take a stand against police brutality. It was terrifying, but if you could be out there, you had to be out there. It was time. It was true everywhere, but especially in Portland, Oregon. One night, we were running away from all the tear gas and stuff, and the group of cops were behind us, and I started getting beaten. Like, just, they were just whacking me with baton. I was, I was leaving. For some, the protests went beyond just a single issue. People viewed them as a fight for survival. Wait, we shook a fence and we got shot and beaten? And these dudes are literally breaking into the capital of the United States and you're doing nothing? Laura Callier wanted a revolution, but she also wanted to connect with the spirit of her son. I kind of wanted to do it too so I could just say he's there. Sean Callier was killed in 2019. To this day, his killing is an open investigation. So for Laura, the summer of 2020 was a kind of ghost story. I still look for him. Many people caught glimpses of these protests, a partial picture of why people were out in the streets. But to understand why people went out there day after day to fight the system, to fight each other, to get to the heart of the story, you need to go deeper. For Laura and Sean's friends and the community that they were a part of, nothing is more personal. I don't respond well to people that treat this shit like a game anymore. Do you know how many law enforcement sites were celebrating my son's death? At some point, this guy runs up on him, and that's when Sean grabbed him and threw him back. This is like the Black Panthers, but like as Portland as it can be. He's dead. He's not coming back. I want him to be remembered. I want him to matter. I don't give a fuck what happens to the scumbag that kills him. He's dead. Behind each of these people that has a mask on is a real person with a real story. Sean was at the extreme end of American politics before American politics became extreme. He dedicated his life to a fight before it was broadcast on nightly news. Sean belonged to a community of anti-fascists that believe that government is working against them nationally and locally. They've hated this kid. The reason his murder is not solved is because of who he is, for sure, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Laura took to the streets, and now she's talking to us. We're gonna take you into this world on a human level. What happened the night Sean was killed? Is the state biased against anti-fascists? Will police really not solve this case because they hated Sean and his politics? I'm Sergio Olmos. From Oregon Public Broadcasting and something else, this is The Fault Line, Season 2, Dying for a Fight. Available wherever you get your podcasts, September 13th. Why do we not get justice?